Welcome to the Free Oakley Podcast. This is your host, Billy Johnson. Hey guys, coming at you Monday night, December 18th. This is a bit of a housekeeping pod as well as some bonus footage that I recorded with Murph a couple weeks back when we were talking about the Islanders. Murph and I are both huge music fans and we go to a lot of shows together and wanted to change it up a little bit and wanted to chop it up with Murph just talking tunes. So I've got, if if you're interested, stick around. I've got a couple minutes on that. Murph also put together a playlist with some of the bands we talk about. So if you want to check that out, it's, it's, uh, it's pretty cool. But I've got one more full episode. We'll be in the studio tomorrow night with Joe Young coming back and also a friend of the show, Mike Freeze, will be joining us from Las Vegas. We're going to be doing a year-end special, a little Santa Claus naughty or nice list, so be on the lookout for that. And I just wanted to say thank you to everybody who's been listening. We've been growing the Free Oakley listenership over these last couple of years. This is actually my third year of doing Free Oakley. Um, always appreciate the listeners. I always appreciate the feedback. Please follow on any app you're listening to on. So if you're listening to Spotify, please follow along and you'll be able to get updates when we drop new shows. Also, if you want to reach out, send us an email, freeoakleypodcast at gmail.com. And if you want to listen to me and Murph talk tunes, check it out. All right. This is a first, people. This is a free Oakley bonus pod with my guest, Ryan Murphy. We just wrapped up talking about the aisles and wanted to try something new here. We wanted to do a little bonus pod or free Oakley after dark might be this the special segment for this. Um, kind of like the peach pit after dark. I don't know if you remember the... Uh, <laughs> the diner in 90210 when it turned into into a nightclub uh in free oakley podcast in the past i have attached spotify playlists i did one for the killers i did one for deer tick music major passion of mine as it is murph over here um you my friend back in the days of blogging right? Like in the early internet days, like post like 2000, early 2000s, you actually had a blog called Thy Daily Noise. Yeah, not maybe not that early. It was more like the early Facebook days because it was like Facebook based. Okay. Um, yeah, it was just for fun. And I, I ended up like having like 1500 followers and um, just basically sharing music that none of my friend normal friends in day-to-day life cared to hear about um so i didn't have an outlet to talk music with people uh so i did it on the internet and um i i ended up meeting like a bunch of like cool people from like all over the world like not meeting in person i well i did meet a couple in person like at festivals but like just like online chatting about music. It was uh Is it all Facebook? Was this like MySpace based? What, what? No, no, no. It was post MySpace <laughs> pre TikTok. Uh so we we're, <laughs> were in the Facebook window. Um, okay, so so you were posting thy daily notes. I was on an email distribution for, for thy daily. Oh, notes. I did I did start an email thing after yeah. I after I gained steam with the Facebook thing. Um 
I, I started an email like for friends and family, just like sharing like thoughts on music and current music, things like that. Dude, I remember at one point you published an interview with M83, which was back in what was this like 2008? They had a pretty big hit in um, Midnight City. Yeah, the um, yeah Midnight City was like an ultra hit. Uh, yeah, that album, Hurry Up, We're Dreaming. I really love that album. I still do. And I saw that tour, I think like seven or eight times, whether because I think I saw it at like Lollapalooza, Coachella. It came to New York a few times. Um, but when it came back to New York, I think the second time leading up to it, I was going to see a band at Bowery Ballroom called Django Django. Uh, they're a British band, I believe. And it was like, it was a big show. They were like a buzz band and there were no tickets available. And I, um, I was selling tickets on Craigslist, I believe. And this guy contacted me and I told him like, I'm selling them for face value. And he was like, you kidding me? I was like, no, like I'm not looking to make money on it. And at that time, I mean, like would have been making like a hundred bucks. So it wasn't yeah. like a windfall. Um, so he was so thankful that he was like, basically I met him outside the show He's. I told him like about thy daily noise, and he was like, "Hey, do you want to um, interview Mike Gonzalez before his show coming up?" I was like, "What?" I was like, "I don't really do that, but I guess I'll give it a try." Um. So he, yeah, he, he knew him. Like he. The, the, no, I, he he had a friend that was somehow involved with publicizing that tour or something. He worked for him. this. The guy I met worked for like Comedy Central and he had a, an industry friend that worked for Got it. I don't know, some sort of promo, promotion company. Um, so yeah, like I was not a big deal at all and never was in this thing. Um, and then here I am like getting escorted into the show backstage, like to the green room. At Bowery? No, this was at a bigger uh, venue. Um, Bowery was the show that I was selling the ticket um it wasn't webster hall what's the one relative, right relatively close to penn station on the west side oh irving. terminal yeah. Termin irving irving plaza is right next to webster hall yeah, uh, yeah terminal yeah. five is not terminal five there used to be something else like oh hammerstein yeah hammerstein yeah or roseland was right it was kind of there too no it was it was hammerstein yeah um which was um you know, it's a decent sized venue. It's much bigger than Bowery. Yeah. Uh, and this tour was a big deal at the time. I mean, Midnight City was like a mega hit. Um, and the guy, he was the nicest guy in the world. I sat down like an idiot. Like I wrote down like seven <laughs> questions and I was like nervous for some reason. Yeah. Like, I didn't care if I did well, but he was very gracious and very nice. Um, I still have a transcript of it somewhere. It never got uh, published outside of MySpace. That's um that's an awesome story though, man. Because like, and I think and I think that's something that I don't know. I I've known you a, a long time at this point, and I'm always fascinated by the the level that you can go down with music. And um, I consider myself a pretty big music guy as well. But like, I think your your reach ex ex extends to you know pretty indie stuff. And um, and I think with knowing that, like, or like 
getting to get to that level means you got to listen a lot, right? Like it kind of stated the obvious, but you got to really leave yourself open to listening to all kinds of different bands, all kinds of different music and kind of taking referrals, taking recommendations, probably, um, you know, listening, you know, getting into rabbit holes with certain playlists. And I think, and that's what I just wanted to, you know, figure to be, talk to you about a little bit. I, I remember being in London and going to um, this, this festival during the day in Camden, um, just north of London. So it was, it was called Camden Rocks and they do it every year and they have basically, you know, probably like a 60 acts throughout the day, all playing in the town of Camden, which has, you know, tons of different venues, bars, you know, small theaters. Um, some, some were, were little rooms on top of bars and I sent you a list of like 60 bands and I was like, I, I really haven't heard of, of many here. You, you give me any recommendations and you gave me yuck and the cribs were, were the headliner for that. So, um, what, what's new or maybe I know part of the stuff that you used to do for, for thy daily noise was a little bit of like a, a, a year in recap of, um, any good recommendations or, or stuff you, you came across in, in 2023 that's that's worth mentioning? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm less meticulous as I used to be. I used to be like obsessed, like you said, like how do you find I, I would I would listen to try to listen to like an album every day and like meticulously like in iTunes, they would have like the five star rating system. Yeah. And I would like meticulously rank the songs and I was very, very like stingy on giving out my five stars. And then that would be my year-end playlist of the best songs of the year. What I like the fifty songs that I gave five stars. So, but I would literally try to listen to seven albums a week, uh, new albums, which was was easy to do when I didn't have a child. But that doesn't yeah. happen anymore. Um, so now I do find myself like kind of getting back into a groove of just like listening to familiar albums, familiar bands. Like the National had an album out this year. Um, M83 had an album out this year um, which both of those bands are kind of just continue, and the Hold Steady is another band I listen to a lot but they're kind of continuing to do the same thing that I kind of enjoy but they're not like they're not going to be topping the charts anytime soon um, as far as like new bands like there's a band Feeble Little Horse I like their new album um, it's kind of interesting band name too I think they're out of Chicago, or they might be Canadian. Uh, Same thing. One or the other. Starts with the C. Uh, you might like them. They sound somewhat like fuzzy, like grungish, like maybe a little like Silver Sun at times. Okay. Um, uh, Young Fathers, I like their new album. I think they've been around a while. They remind me a bit of uh, Block Party, actually. Okay. And I know you're a big. We went to see Block Party this year. Um, was that this year? It was. It was uh, Memorial Day weekend. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh yeah, I did that in between the uh, the, national, the lacrosse national championships. Yeah. Um, who else? Uh, Shame. Speaking of the Cribs, Shame is a British band, similar vein to the Cribs. They sound like a little bit like um, oh, early Arctic Monkeys. I, I always equate early Arctic Monkeys with the Cribs and uh, this band Art Brute, which I don't know if they're still around, but uh, Shame's really good. And supposedly they're wild uh, live show, uh, but I haven't, the concerts are few and far between these days, but um, 
Shame's new album is pretty good. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think what else besides a lot of Taylor Swift, obviously. Um, Goes without saying. Yeah, yeah, she's all the rage. Um, so T Swift, uh, Young Fathers, <laughs> Young Fathers, the anti ODC. <laughs> yes, right, exactly. <laughs> ODC is the old dad's club for uh I didn't think about that. Maybe I'm I subconsciously <laughs> like them because of that. You were middle-aged guys with toddlers. Yeah. That's yeah. a that's a man name right there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um maybe we could do um you can send me over or we could attach to to this your kind of year end or your 2023 playlist or or just a, a you know some playlist with some of the some of the tunes from from the bands you just mentioned. Yeah, I could do that. Have you what's what's the latest with Wet Leg? I think they released a new song. And I think they fin I think I saw that they finished their new album. But I feel like I heard that a while ago. So I don't know. Wet Leg was I hadn't heard of them. You turned me on to them. Uh we actually got to see them. We saw them at Mercury Lounge earlier earlier this year. Right? I think it was like around maybe like December, January. Yeah. Ground floor, uh, ground floor for wet leg, they got like kind of hot quickly, right? At least there was at least were they nominated for a Grammy? They might have been. Um, yeah, they they blew up. Um, I mean, uh, Chase Long or however they want you to pronounce it uh, was a huge hit. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Uh, yeah, like. They, I think they went, they started at Mercury, and I'm pretty sure they came back on that tour and played much, much better. I think venues. they played like Webster, I think, or like, right. which the size difference to play <laughs> Webster Mercury on one tour is like, yeah, that's that's pretty pretty wide gap. What's up with our boy Nick and family dinner? Ah, uh, they've been touring, working hard. I think their album uh is supposed to come out th late this year but it is late this year um now that he no longer bartends at my local joint i don't get uh as many updates but i'll have to text them um i told them i want the vinyl when they press their uh first vinyl um but yeah I, I, we saw them i mean i thought they were really good live i thought that was awesome so Nick is the kind of the guy behind Family Dinner, right? I, I know Natalie's the the singer. Um, Natalie's husband is in the band. Nick does a lot of writing and the and the songwriting, plays guitar, plays drums. Um, Nick, you mentioned I you know I got to meet him through you at um, at the bungalow in in Long Beach, and, and I know Nick's still down in Long Beach. They um, they opened for Block Party at Brooklyn Steel which was a wild scene. I mean, block party was, is, was opening for Paramore over the summer. You know, they were playing a, a, in between Madison square garden shows, block party peeled off and did a, did a, did a one show, one night show at, at Brooklyn steel and, and, and family dinner and Nick opened for them. That was, that was fantastic. Yeah. And I mean, to open for a band like block party, you have, you have to be good. Like, yeah. I don't care. You know, somebody, I think the story was somebody in that, that band, through somebody else, somebody in Block Party, through some a friend, heard uh, a family dinner song or something like that, and they were like, "Yeah, you know, we got this one-off show. Do you want to open it?" Which is incredible. 
we'll have to have Nick on here too. It'd be, it'd be great to talk to him about um, family dinner. And he's, he's, he's also got another project going, right? He's, he's doing some side stuff. Yeah. He's in a project with one of the guys from uh, brand new. Um, I forget the name. You know it? I can't think of it. It's not, it's not as catchy as family dinner. <laughs> or uh peach pit oh, after like. park yeah, yeah um well all right man well this you know just figure we could uh you know wrap about this for a minute um so you got so i've i'm i'm walking away from this uh feeble little horse young father shame um stuff that i know we've covered here family dinner wet leg m83 highly highly recommend family dinner to the to the folks out there um, we'll put the, I'll, I'll connect with Murph. We'll put together a, a playlist. All right, dude. Well, happy Thanksgiving, man. Well, we'll right, man. Later. Same to you. Daniela, you said all those things I wouldn't have dared.